Hello, Vibers, and welcome to the Vibe with Kai podcast. It's your boy, Kai, and I'm so excited to be sitting here with, I'm going to hype you up. I hope you're ready. <laughs> Best-selling author, high-performance mentor, and most importantly, one of my first friends that I ever made on TikTok, ever, on the interwebs. And she told me how to say her name the first time she was on my podcast. It's not Sandra Hazley. Don't get thrown off by that E. Sandra Hasley. I practice. Don't get thrown off. Careful. I, I, I practice every single day. Um, listen, before we get started, be sure to uh, like and subscribe to this channel and be the first to be notified whenever I post new content, which is pretty much every day. And be sure to subscribe to the Vibe with Kai Patreon where you'll get some extra footage of me and Sandra. We're going to be talking about some stuff. And you're not going to be able to see it here. You're going to see it on the Patreon side. So make sure you go subscribe. Now, let me tell you about this wonderful person that you see on your screen or that you're about to listen to. Sandra is a high-performance strategist and mentor, two-time international best-selling author and keynote speaker, having seen success in the health, wealth, and retail industries. She's helped thousands of women across the world in over a dozen industries learn how to create the life of their dreams through business they uh, they feel passionate about. She has contracted with private corporations such as Tony Robbins, Dean Graziosi to help create trainings for workshops and keynote speaking on their behalf. My friends, I want to welcome to the Vibe with Kai podcast once again, Sandra Hasley. What's up? I'm so glad to be here. I think you're my first up. repeat guest. Are you? Are you? I think you're my first repeat. My guest. first? It I feels think right. so. If not the if not the first, then maybe the second. Let's let's go with first. We're gonna go with first. Whoever is the actual first, gonna be like, they're gonna be sitting there like, "What the hell?" Hey, Kai, you remember me? And then I'll be like, second's the best, first is the worst." Anyway. <laughs> if you're not first, you're last. Yeah. That's how it works. Uh, I'm super excited. Yeah, like like legit for people that don't know, uh, you you were my first, like one of my first TikTok friends. You, you were last. You were last on my podcast back in 2020 when the world was on fire. It mm -hmm. still is, mm -hmm. uh, but it's more of like the simmer. We've just more of ex we've kind of accepted the fact that we're that we have burns all over our body. I think, I think that's warm. how it works. Yeah, it's, it's it's warm. It's warm outside right now. <laughs> um, but a lot has happened um, since yeah. then. So so let's start off with this. How have you been since the last time we spoke in summer 2020? Man, it was like this. Like yeah. 20, I gotta say, 2020 hit me easy. I was like, 2020 is the best year of business I've ever had. <laughs> it's amazing. Like, what's everybody so upset about? Just kidding, it's awful. <laughs> but like, but 2021, I had like a lot of a lot of wild, like really wild pitches thrown at me. And it was mm -hmm. just, it was, it was personal, it was business, it was like like culture stuff. It was just, it was a lot. And uh, and that was probably the most difficult navigation year that I've had in trying to not only manage life, but also um, find myself and grow myself in it and then like even heal myself in it. So um, so this year, 2022 has been has been wonderful for like the, the tail end of that into the next season. And I've been, you know, really I've been really grateful to do the work that I've done and I've um, stopped doing one of the businesses I'm doing with two of my best friends and we're still like best friends, but we all felt like we had this calling to do our own thing way before we thought we were ready, but it was like, let's do it. And so I've been able to re-energize my own brand and like really fall deep into it. And, um, and that's helped me become and like expose more of who I am and, and the things that I want to do with full 
full control and it's been uh it's been a really great year you're you're a true rock star because i I see your Mm -hmm. stuff pop up on my feed all the time uh and you you like legit are a rock star and i'm always so inspired uh by by you and the the work you you put so much work into what what you do we're going to talk about this you put so much work into into uh uh improving not only yourself but improving the lives of the people that uh that you surround yourself with and that reach out to you for assistance so uh, i want to talk about that a little bit you you spend pretty much your entire day uh finding ways to empower women you know all around the world what has that journey been like for you over the past two years just finding ways to empower women uh wow yeah uh nobody's asked me that why doesn't anyone care as much as you do okay so i (laughs) so i this is this is just water we're just gonna we're all set you told you told me before that was vodka so i you can't make friends without lying from the beginning can you (laughs) just kidding it's straight vodka okay so we have (laughs) So like for, for the, the, the work that I do has been, it's been like, we talked about earlier um, before this about how, when you just kind of like decide to be all the way who you are, as much as you know, that that is at this moment, you know, like, let the, like open the lid all the way up and just say like, what, what am I, who am I, what do I want? What do I do? What lights me up kind of thing. And it's like, the more for me it's like the more conversations i have with people the more i'm like oh yeah me too oh yeah that happened to me oh i can help you with that and then i'm realizing there's these patterns in conversation with so many women and i'm like oh my god i've like i've been through so much of what you've been through i need to start talking about this because it feels good to talk about it and it helps you and you and you individually i'm going to do it globally and so it's it's these conversations that tend to instigate further trainings and more you know organized trainings to help them bring them through a process and Whereas I used to believe that, you know, having a signature course of something or a signature program, aside from like maybe the one-on-one coaching would be like all that you ever need. But I, I have so many more dynamic pieces and, and life lessons and elements that enhance who I am. And they're so like it, the whole picture is like a 360 view. It's like, it can't just be business. It can't just be mental game. It can't just be womanhood. It can't, it's all of it. And so if I'm not delivering it on that level, I just feel like it's an incomplete delivery for people. So mm-hmm. this year I've been like, you know, um, I see the patterns and I make a course for the patterns. I make a live program for the patterns. I replay the patterns. I resell the pattern. Like, you know, I resell all those things. And, and it's like, wow, it's truly all of these pieces that go into building an entrepreneur with strength at every level and healing at every level. And, and it's through those, you know, those patterns through conversation that you see and that you, intentionally go after when you see the wound in your life in some way and you're like it's holding me back like I hate to admit it that I even have it but like it is holding me back it's going to be painful to address I'm going to do the work and then when I come out of it, it it's for someone else I can help them with it and it's it's been like the decision to like buckle up and feel all the things and go through the hard stuff knowing that it's going to serve you and someone else in some way at the end and that has been equally as terrifying as it has been satisfying right you yeah. you are you speak so well you should do that publicly and in front of a lot of people more often you, sh- you should do that it. have you ever thought about that about talking in front of people for like a living just now now that you mentioned that i have yeah. yeah so like within the last four seconds i have yeah you're welcome for Thank any you. future success that you have in that industry appreciate you <laughs> royalties are coming your way <laughs> uh what have what have you personally learned 
you know, over the past two years, you know, you, you should know already what, what you get into when you come on my podcast. I'm ready. Sandra. I'm ready. I was, uh, I was just deep breath. Like, wow, what have I? Yeah, no, I'm ready. <laughs> what, gonna- what, what have you, what have you personally learned uh, over the past two years that you're kind of applying to your life now? Yeah. So it's um, where the real wounds are mm. in business and what I thought, what I was calling them by accident, what I was subconsciously assuming they were and what they were related to versus like, oh, I can't do that. I don't want to do that. That doesn't work for people that are you afraid? Hey, chicken. Hey, hey, what? Because what, you you don't know how or mm-hmm. you think that it's going to fail or you think that you're they're not going to like it. Like those dissecting these things about the things that I've just you know, automatically said or believed, dissecting the belief systems behind the decisions that I make. If you don't like what's going on, or if you aspire or desire more, like if you aspire to something else, you desire something different and better, then you are definitely holding yourself back in some way. Where is it? Like, what is Mm. it? Are you, where are you not going bigger? And like, that's one of the like taglines that I use is like, go bigger, not because it's a greedy thing, but it's because your whole life is, is, like waiting for you to fulfill it into the mm-hmm. like fullness of who you are supposed to be and all of this magic that you have inside us and and all like we're all geniuses on genius level but we resist so much of it like we just resist this opportunity that conversation doing the thing scared like we resist so much so it's like I know that that's a human design piece of our like life experience so wh- where am I doing it if I don't if I'm not living where I desire to live in any way in any zone where am I resisting and and what is the behavior behind it? So like, it's, it's a lot of that, a lot of that. And then, and then also just like, um, behaviorally with people, where, where am I dissatisfied? I've been really good at doing, like, I've implemented so many strong, healthy boundaries in my life. I don't hang out with people that I don't want to be with. I don't say yes to things I don't want to go to, even if it's like a, "Eh, maybe I'm like, I'm not going. Mm -hmm. And I'll tell you that I'm not going to pretend I'm going to go. I'm like, I love my couch right now. And like, you, you go have fun. But um, (laughs) my couch, my couch is quite lovely. It's so comfortable. It never lets me down ever. Never. It doesn't talk back. So I love it. And, and then it's, um, and then it's like, you know, when you hear people say like, oh, I got to go here. Oh. I know because I'm going to hear about it. If I don't, I'm like, ew, I don't operate like that. I never mm-hmm. let guilt, shame, or pressure, like tell, make my decisions for me. Like, mm-hmm. and, and hearing those things is like, Ooh, like it's how I've come so far with that, but right. it's such an automatic response because people believe it's okay to make other people feel bad mm-hmm. about their own personal decisions. So we mm-hmm. accept it, but it's not something I want to accept ever. And I don't do it anymore. So it's, it's like, if there are hot buttons, like in customer service issues, if somebody ever like, you know, if you get a feeling that somebody's going to email you and you don't know why, but like, then you get this email and it's like, is it nasty? Is it edgy? Mm. Are they annoyed? Are they what? And then it's like, uh, my, my natural inclination would be to hide from that email to <laughs> give it a minute and like, right. let that stress fester. And like, yeah. you know, and so now I, you know, I'm, I've done the work to drop the fear out of it and assume the best from them. And that's what ends up happening. It's like, they were just confused. There was no tone in that. They just didn't write mm-hmm. it the right way. They're like right. foreign. They wrote it in a different tone. Like, right. So it's a lot of those things to make my experience in the everyday feel better. Right. You, you, I, I love your perspective on everything. Cause this is why you're so inspiring. Like I could literally, I, what I want to do is just like sit back and just let you like, just talk because like, I, cause like everything you say is just like facts. Yes. Truth. Preach. Like it's not even Sunday and you're sitting here preaching. So mm, amen. We're, we're recording this on a Thursday. Yeah. And it's like, I'm not, oh, is today your Sunday? Yes. 
Oh, well, yes. well, it is now. Yeah. No, it is now. <laughs> now it's Sacred Sunday. <laughs> sacred, sacred Sunday, Thursday is what it is. So, so you take, you do all, you take all of this, this perspective personally, and and you help, uh, you, I, you use that to to uh, help others as well. Um, can you just briefly tell people what exactly it is that you do to help people that reach out to you? Sure. So there's like the element of, you know, natural content creation where mm. you're sharing your experience. For me, the content creation is less of a step-by-step, -step, more of a, here's how I did it. And here's mm. how it looks for me. Here's how it feels for me. And here's the the contrast that I've experienced. And if you don't like this, like I didn't like this, maybe this is a different way to look at it, like experience it, learn about it, whatever. And then, um, so that's one way that like anyone can have access to the things that I do. And then um, and then another way that I help, like in my trainings, I'll have, like, I used to do a lot of step-by-step -step in like tactical, strategical, because I came from the corporate world that had nothing but that. And there was like literally nothing else in terms of like, do you want to learn how to do this? We'll send you to continuing education and you'll learn the step-by-step -step approach to whatever. Cause literally all you have to do monkey is just like follow the map. And I'm like, mm -hmm. okay. So, but now <laughs> I'm like, wait a second. There's all these strategies that everyone's like, yeah, this is the best. You have to, you need to, you're missing out. This is why you're not this. And it's all fear-based crap. Mm. And then you do the strategy and you're like, it didn't work for me. Why? Am I the only loser? And then you stop trying. And then you're like, I'm the only loser. I got it. But it's actually just because it's not the strategy. It's the energy behind it. It's the intention. It didn't fit who you are as a person. Mm -hmm. It didn't feel good. That's why you didn't have the have the like the the follow through or the inspiration or self momentum to do it. Mm -hmm. And so my trainings have morphed kind of in from a step by step where there's still instruction. Depending on like if you need instruction, there's instructions. Like it makes sense. But but it's more about I'm gonna I'm gonna crack open my brain and show you how I think about these things so that you can take this thought process and put yourself in it and then you'll have all the answers that are perfectly fit for you because mm -hmm. I can't tell you what's gonna work for you. I can right. tell you what worked for me and then you can tell me what's going on mm -hmm. and then I can say, okay, here's a bunch of options. What feels good? You right. know what I mean? Because right. their their feel good is gonna feel different than mine. Yes. And that is if you feel good about something, you're like middle fingers all over the place to yes. everybody else like watch me work i don't need your advice i don't need your approval i don't need your opinion i don't care what you say this is so much fun i'm going so <laughs> yeah. how many times how many times have you dated somebody that everyone's like no so many red flags and you're like oh gosh i see the one green flag story now. Like, of my life right <laughs> story so, like, of my life when you're lit up when something makes you happy you yeah. don't care what your best friends think or mm -hmm. your mom like you just go it's, it's, right. it's freeing it's so freeing right right and we were we were briefly talking about this uh before we hit the record button but uh because you had asked me about you know, the way that I go about content creation. Yeah. And now I was saying to you that like, I'm, I found my footing now because to your point, what you just brought up, I just, I just don't care. Like I care, like I care because I care about what I do. I care about the people that are watching, but I also don't care. I know that sounds like weird, but like I, I, I try to as much as possible do what makes me happy. Mm -hmm. not everybody is going to vibe with that not everybody is going to like it I see a lot of times content creators will be so focused on trying to please everybody yes. that they don't please themselves yes. and they end up becoming something that they're not and they become miserable and they give up or they yeah. put out really bad content yep yeah you they know? put out bad content it's not even yeah. what they wanted to do mm -hmm. when you say like I don't care but I care mm -hmm. it's like 
you care deeply mm-hmm. and it's aligned with what you wanted to do. And yes. you can see it because you deliver strong and you deliver full and like, mm-hmm. you know, you commit all the way through. So like you do care, but you don't care about the stuff that doesn't let you up. Right. And that's great. And Absolutely. you don't care what, about what people think about that because you can't. Yeah. You, you really can't because like I, the example I always give is that like I could put out a video of me saving a bunch of dogs from going over a waterfall and then like, I put up the video and then there's always going to be one person in the comment that's like, but what about the cats? Like, like... I, I've, I've said this about like Mother Teresa. I'm like, you know, people got problems with Mother Teresa. Like really, how often did she shower if she was hanging out with the lepers? It's like, okay, settle down. What? How did you twist that? Right. Like, there, oh, there's always going to be somebody. And mm-hmm. so like, are we really trying for perfect? Because that's right. not yeah perfect is not a thing uh perfect perfection is overrated i think that our quote imperfections are what make us who we are you know it's what makes us individuals you know and and i think that's a good thing not not a not a bad thing (laughs) you know yeah the the perfectionism thing it's like first of all the word's not even real Mm -hmm. because it's not relative to anyone else ever that's like you opinion equals perfect like your your perfect is as equal to opinion as anything else and even when even for yourself even it's just you and you're like this is perfect you could change your mind tomorrow Mm -hmm. and i guarantee you in five years you'll be like that outfit is not perfect anymore that guy (laughs) is not perfect for me anymore like you you'll change it anyway so how are you expecting anybody else in the whole world all of them assume some level of perfect and they're all united on it and also why would we want that Mm -hmm. you don't have the energy to serve everybody right Right. Yeah, and you have time. So like, just do the right thing and the right people come to you. And it's like, it's really easy to trust that because look yes. at your life. You exactly. Know I mean? you, know, you know, it's funny because if, if the world were to see the Instagram like messages that we, that you and I send each other, yeah. they would quickly realize that neither of us have our life together. Oh. Oh, gosh. <laughs> and like, but That's quite messy. often people are like, hi, you just, you're just you're just like you have it all together you have it all figured out and i'm pretty sure people on your side do the same thing because they see you talking you know you know things about things and they're like oh sandra has her shit together like yeah um but if they only knew (laughs) i try to tell tell them right away like if anyone's like i know but it just seems much easier for you i'm like oh skirt hold up we got some work to do let me just share with you what's really real and i because i don't want anyone to think that that's Mm -hmm. not the image i'm trying to portray Mm -hmm. like i my friends call me the beautiful disaster because they're like you look nice but like you're a mess i'm like "Mm -hmm." and they're like even when you mess up it's like i don't know what's going to come out of your mouth or what you're going to spill i'm like "Uh uh-huh and they're like you're late you forget this you don't know what i just said you're talking too fast i'm like right what try and keep up it's like it's so messy but like i like my life i like it messy i like whatever it is right and And we we have fun like like while it's very clear in our in our uh messages to each other that we don't have our shit together no you and i have the best conversations (laughs) ever our voice notes are probably the highlight of my freaking life because like we're like we're just so weird and we just don't care because we know there's no judgment on the other side so nice it's so (laughs) it's like so safe to to be able to as weird as you are and um and that's it it's like uh and it's also really really I feel like when I'm when I'm able to be like that around people and I have done so much work about like deciding who gets to stay Mm -hmm. right Right. and um not because I'm not gonna start if they don't belong with me I don't belong Mm -hmm. with them either so like I'm not helping their life either so it's not Mm -hmm. like I get to pick it's like it just doesn't make sense so but like when you are around people that let you be as weird as you are Mm -hmm. 
the excitement, joy, and focus like elevates like crazy. Your intuition, yes. your insight, your all of it just jumps up a level. And then it's also a, a confidence booster. Like I'm allowed to be as weird and stupid as I am and, and I'm still accepted somehow. Yes. So this is all safe <laughs> and good. Yeah. And then also it sparks creativity, mm -hmm. this laughter, this elevation higher on the emotional ladder. This is all good stuff. And then it's like, um, if that made them happy and it made me happy, I'm going to bring it to the world and make it happy. And mm -hmm. there is so, you can see it in yours, especially your content with the, with the humor and the love. There's so much more that comes out of those conversations when you give for yourself permission to be as weird or yes. dumb as you are. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. I honestly, I don't go in to anything with like some like crazy expectation other than making myself happy, making yes. myself laugh. You so know, good. like, I, so like I don't really... People think people will like write me sometimes be like, oh, Kai, I saw this video that she posted. It, didn't, it doesn't it's not doing as well numbers wise as the other ones. I'm like, I don't care. <laughs> oh, I, <get laughs> I, don't, I don't care. <laughs> I, I had fun making it. <laughs> yeah. Like that's and what isn't that the point? Like we yes. talking to content creators and it's like, oh, what do the numbers look? What is it? Do the numbers all convert to, to dollars? Is that what you care about? Do they all convert mm -hmm. to your ego in some measure? Like, do mm -hmm. they all, because I can guarantee, I have clients that are making deck a million dollars a year mm -hmm. and they've got like 230 followers on Instagram. Mm -hmm. They got four posts. Like mm -hmm. you wouldn't know it because that's not how they do it. And they don't right. care at all. They, mm -hmm. they only post when they feel like, I just feel like sharing this. And like yes. nobody comments because they've got no friends. And they're like, that was good. <laughs> me I love it like, okay. so like that is the freedom of when you forget that like those numbers they can matter for certain reasons when you're talking well about for strategizing sure yeah, yeah. of course yeah, but, yeah. Like, mm -hmm. they uh, grow your context yes what is this a make or break post is right. your entire life writing on this this getting a certain number of likes or responses mm -hmm. or shares like or are you developing like a legacy over a lifetime are you developing mm -hmm. other humans in a way that lights them up and that feels like you're on purpose every mm -hmm. day like what is your context because if yeah. it's all down to numbers you're gonna be miserable for the rest of your life it, not only numbers but also instant gratification yes. i like there's a bunch of uh you might even see this too i'm curious uh there are videos and content that i've made over a year ago that are just taking off now yes yes like now yes. and i'm like oh people people like that video i, I posted that when i was drunk You're like, uh, I was crying <laughs> when, I, when i was like in my bedroom before i was diagnosed with all yep. my mental disorders like <laughs> myspace they still have that <laughs> my myspace is taking off right now sandra you don't even know <laughs> oh my gosh how's tom doing uh, he's great he's a good guy good guy <laughs> my, my actual first friend like, hey. my actual first friend um <laughs> I want to talk about your books, Miss uh, Best-Selling International Author. That's okay, pretty. So that's a pretty cool flex. That's a pretty cool flex. You know what? I I appreciate the flex. I think it's. I never. I never like set out to be a writer, let mm -hmm. alone somebody who's like credited for that. You know. And I. Right. It was. It was more about like I'd written an ebook to help female entrepreneurs in this. You know, simplify their social media life and make mm -hmm. it easier because you know, with four kids and several businesses, it's like people are always like, "How do you do it all?" And I'm like. I don't make myself crazy on purpose. Like mm -hmm. I, 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 I path of least resistance, right. finding joy wherever I go. So the, the, that evolved. Here's how it happened. <laughs> mm -hmm. I was like, yeah, this ebook is out there, whatever. And then I got a call from uh, New York state police association, uh, like the state state police organization. And the commissioner asked if I could um, deputy commissioner asked if I could speak to their annual summit for the mm -hmm. female officers. They do this every year in New York. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, 
uh, yeah, like being able to speak life into yes. female officers mm-hmm. who are like being mothers or not, but like a lot of them are mothers and they're mm-hmm. trying to do their job and everybody hates them. And like they, their, their male counterparts don't always make it easy. And like, right. oh my gosh, if there's something I can share to help. Yes. And then she's like, perfect. Well, um, what we do instead of a speaker fee is like, we'll buy the book that you have. And I was like, perfect. Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. Cause I'm like, yeah, I wrote a book, whatever. And then right. I get off the call and we like confirm that we'll do it. And then I get off the call and I was like, oh, I can't give them a social media. They're cops. Like, what are they going right. to do? <laughs> like, I got to write the power method. It's been in my head. The title's been in my head for a while. So in three and a half weeks, I wrote the book. Holy cow. Sent it to print, got it back and got ready for, got ready for the event, which got canceled for COVID, but I had the book right. and, and it was when the book got out and it got done. I had a private viewing for 30 women in my life that were friends slash mm-hmm. uh, clients or partner, whatever. And I I read the whole thing to them. I was like, get your blanket and your milk and I'm gonna put you to bed and I'm gonna read your story. And they all sat there for like an hour and 45 minutes and I read this book and, um, and the emotions in me were just, because <gasps> every chapter is, it's about power, leadership right. and work-life integration. So every chapter has anecdotes about my life and mm-hmm. how I've infused these things into my life or, or how, why they're relevant at all. And so it became a very emotional thing and I'm not a crier. So it was mm-hmm. like, it was like, whoa, I was a hit with so much female support. And that was a thing that I hadn't had a lot in my mm-hmm. life. There was a lot of female judgment and a lot of right. elbowing out and then a lot of competition from men in corporate real estate. And it was just like, I felt very seen, accepted and loved. And at the end of it, these women are like, I cannot believe you wrote this book in three weeks and that you had health conditions, that you were going to the neurologist, that you were blacking out. They thought you had a stroke. Like this was all happening that month. Mm-hmm. And it was really like, I had people fly in to help me take care of my kids. Cause I wasn't like medically okay. And mm-hmm. that's when I wrote the power method. Right. So like a lot of levels of like meaning in there and then accidentally. And then when we did this reading, they were inspired. Half of them were like, I want to write my own book. I want to, mm-hmm. and I was like, why don't we write a book together? Right. And I will like you, the service being, I will help you write your story. You guys don't know how to write a story yet. I'll craft your story with you. We'll get it edited, formatted. We'll, we'll send it out to print. You guys will have all these numbers of copies or whatever. So we did that. They hired me to write grit and grace. And we did that. I did that with a friend of mine. And, um, within, um, just shy of three weeks, I had two international bestsellers. That's in freaking thing. You do realize that, right? I was like, Jesus, was that you? Like legit. Like that's like the coolest flex. And like, so with the power method um, in that book, uh, one of the lines that I saw, you you said that you talk about the kind of power women have Mm -hmm. and how it tends to get buried, right? Can you talk a little bit about that specifically and what you see on on your end? Yes, yes. This is like, um, and I'll do it in the form of example because I think it makes Mm -hmm. the most sense where um, for me, and I mentioned it a little bit in, in a way in the power method, but for me, it's like, I don't know if being a Leo has anything to do with it, but I am. And that's kind of typically like a fiery sign and, uh, and a lot of energy spoke fast, moved fast, lots of joy, lots of fun. And I remember very early on too loud, shh, quiet down, mm-hmm. go slow. Hey, speak slower. Wait, 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 settle. Okay. You're too messy. It's your, it's your. Mm-hmm. so I'm too, so I'm, I'm being trained to keep it smaller, keep it smaller, keep it quieter, keep it. So like mute your fire put it down, like only for sometimes you're not allowed to be you all the time everywhere. Just like once in a while you can be you, you know, that was the, not mm-hmm. what was said, but that was absolutely the feeling that I got. Right. And that was what I understood needed to happen. And so 
there were only certain people that you're allowed to be you with. And there's only certain ways that it would be appropriate to be loud or, you know, everybody in the world thinks you talk too fast. I know for a fact that the human ear can hear three times as fast as my voice. So try and keep up. Like my voice might make people anxious that like to go really slow, right. but I can't listen to slow. My brain shuts down. Like I can't, I, you're a mute. I can't hear it. Like, so they're not for me. I'm not for them. And it's this, the power that I have, like we talked about when you unleash and you stop caring what they think and you stop modifying who you are to suit their needs, then all of a sudden, all these people can see who you really are and go, mm -hmm. oh yeah, I like that. Oh, that's bright and shiny. I like that makes me feel good. I, mm -hmm. And then the other people are like, goodbye. And you're like, bye. Right, right. Goodbye. Like it's, <laughs> you, when you unleash who you are, that's the power because that's what draws in the magnetism, the opportunities, the conversations, the purpose, all of it. And the life experience of being who you are really and allowing that power to come all the way through. It's not power over people. It's the inner power that we have to just live and give in the world. And so when you can do that, number one, you feel like you're fulfilling your purpose in the everyday in life as the person that you are. But then you get the benefit, the added bonus of helping people that want that part of your power, that want that right. energy in your space and they love it. And then you also have the benefit of being able to monetize this power because this is the gift you were given. And if you can make money serving it with it, then everybody's better off. And that mm -hmm. the money that you receive enhances who you are because you're like, I was going to do it anyway. This makes right. me feel great. Like it all just, that's the power that I'm kind of talking about. And miracles happen when you, when you end up allowing yourself to be that. Right. I, and, and on top of that, like, I love that you, you, th these kind of uh, uh, stories will kind of start the conversation, right? Because yeah. obviously there's a lot of work that people will need to do just as individuals, but yes. this kind of starts the conversation. And that's also kind of what Grit and Grace uh, does because uh, it, it's written, there's multiple like authors kind of like part of this and telling, telling their stories. And you, uh, you had written that uh, you had the hope of creating more conversation and expanding collective wisdom uh, via the the life experiences. Uh, since that book has been released, what has the, I guess, conversation been like? What have you seen kind of, you know, come from that? Because I think it's so incredible that you, that you're able to get these stories from multiple perspectives, multiple yeah. people, multiple women that have these really interesting, uh, visceral, honest, genuine stories mm -hmm. uh, and telling it so that, you know, people from all over the world can find a way to, to either empathize or understand, you know, what, what is happening here. What has been like the response uh, that you, that you've seen from that? Man, like, the, first of all, the response of these women being able to tell the stories that they did. These yeah. are women from different countries, different cultures, different mm -hmm. languages, even, and, um, and totally different life experiences. Every story is different. And it's the grit that they went through and the grace that was in it to help them be better or love mm -hmm. more or, or come out alive or like the miracle that happened or whatever. And, and so the fact that they were willing to share some of these things, I'm like, whoa and they're mm -hmm. like a lot of them were like this is the first time i've ever told this story and i'm like and you're doing it on stage naked like this is amazing <laughs> yeah. like oh my gosh so the the courage that these women were exhibiting fed me you know like if we're going to be doing this together like i feel so much stronger with like shoulder to shoulder with these awesome women who've been through hard things never talked about it and are willing to share this just for the sake of inspiring another woman that they might never ever meet so mm -hmm. when these these stories went out you know reviews on amazon started coming out people started sharing things on social media they were women were had a voice in these in these ways in these hard times and the in the grit 
they saw each other in their their losses of their children, their family members, um, their mental health, their physical health, their relationships, the the lies that the paradigm that broke for them and what happened and how that affect. And all these women are like, me too, me too, me too. And if you're brave enough to say these things that seem embarrassing or shameful, and then you're coming and you're just drawing the gold out of that, like it it gives other women even if they never say it, but they, so many do is that it gives me courage to like, maybe not necessarily even talk about the thing, but like heal it. Mm-hmm. Cause if I see that it's okay that you say it, then I'm like not afraid anymore. If people find out and that right. even alone, but like so many women want to share now. And it's like, see when you get it out and then it goes back to the power method. Cause even mm-hmm. in the power method, I talk about like what happens, like the Kintsugi art, when you share your, like the Japanese art of creating that gold, gold polymer in between the cracked vessels it makes it more mm-hmm. artistic. It's art. So you might have cracks, but if you highlight the cracks, let them know, expose them. Who cares? Guess right. what? It makes the art look better. It makes you right. more valuable as a person. And it, it makes other people, you know, improve their lives in some way. So it's all so good. And I had no idea that that would actually reflect back and kind of feed into the purpose of the power method in that way. But it was really a beautiful synergy in the end. Yeah, I love that. And I, I love that you brought up the, the mental health aspect of it, because, you yeah. know, like that's my, my entire platform, <laughs> you know, love in it. regards yeah, to, to mental health. Oh, yeah. Um, you know, with, I guess, a combination of the feedback that you received on the books and the, you you speak with people every single day, uh, hearing their stories and, and telling your story and all of that. From a mental health standpoint, um, what is, what do you feel has been the biggest hurdle that people seem to run into that, that you, that you specifically talk with? I think the, um, the fear and doubt, which is very natural human, like, well, emotional response is, is the thing that ends up when people feel it often, they make it mean something that it doesn't. And mm. we make all these things mean something like when you can just be sad. And I'm not talking about, I'm not, I'm not trying to make this about depression or, or anything that's like a deeper clinical issue, but I'm talking about in generalizing where if you're, you know, if it's sad, it's like, oh, I, I'm so hurt by that. Now it's everybody does that to me. Mm-hmm. Story of my life. Now it's like, now you're compounding. Now you're expanding right, it. Making right, this more right. Mean everything about who you are, how you operate and what you get to be worth in the right. world. And so this spiraling down of, of one feeling and making it mean everything because there's a stress response chemically that feeds that and makes it feel good. The stress response in a negative way is also very addictive in our bodies. Mm-hmm. So we get addicted to the feeling of, of despair. And mm-hmm. we, if we're not aware of that, we, we sit in it. And this, these are the people that you're like, oh, avoid them. This conversation is going to go south in three, two. Oh God, here they go again. Like those are the people. When I hear people say story of my life, I'm like, I know everything about your mindset. Now when people mm-hmm. are like, just my luck, I'm like, Oh God, like, Oh God. And like, it's not just your luck, you're deciding that it is. And it's because you've made these bad things that have happened like incrementally mean everything about who you are. Why don't we do that with the happy? Why don't we make our happy mean everything? Why don't we protect the crap out of our happy? When we're sad, we sit on the couch and watch movies that make us sad. And we listen to only music that makes us so sad. And we refuse help from anyone that wants to lift us up because that doesn't fit our frequency right now. We want to be sad and feel this, feel it, feel it, get it all the way out. But like, you've got to step forward and get out of the pit and then feel something else and stop making it mean that it has to be compounded. Cause if we protected our happy, like we protect our sad or angry, Oh my God, you couldn't stop us. Like it would be a freight train of joy, like hitting everywhere. This is, right. 
when, when you say, I don't care what you think, I'm so happy. I don't care how it feels for you. I'm not hurting you. I'm doing my thing. I love this one little thing that I'm celebrating and I'm going to bring it up five times today because it's so great. And it feels, feels so good. And it's like, but it's only this one little thing. Uh-huh. And I love it so much. And like, you don't let people take your joy and you're happy. Right. So that, I think that's what it is. Making these little things mean everything. And then having all of these little amazing things mean nothing. Mm-hmm. It's like yeah. what we're toppling the scales in the wrong direction. Right. And you, you obviously can't pour from an empty glass. So for you personally, like how how have you centered yourself so that you're able to you know continuously like on a daily basis help people uh, improve their lives improve their businesses how 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 do you center yourself? Yeah, um, I so I used to think that I you know people would say like who's who's pouring into your cup? People will say that sometimes. I'm like I don't need a mm-hmm. person to pour into me. Mm-hmm. I like it but I don't need it. And Mm -hmm. I know like human design, another thing is that's helped me decide or to to discover who, who I am in the way that I operate, what's easiest for me, like how, how I can like path of least resistance, anything else in my life that it just knowing that I have a certain amount of energy in a certain way and that I respond to certain things better than others. Now, knowing that I'm able to put up the healthier boundaries in stronger ways, put new ones up that I didn't know that I would need to help me even better. And I I'm able to say like, all right, what lights me up? Like what makes me feel the most like me? Is Mm -hmm. it like going for a really fast car ride on a highway that lets you open up to 75 or 80 and just like jam out with like, I don't know, simple plan, Nicki Minaj, whatever. These are all hypothetical, (laughs) of course, not real at all. But like (laughs) if I, (laughs) and then is it like, gymnastics and hip-hop yes it is is it going to be um meditation tapping yes like is it going to be move your freaking body you got to move more than this you know why you feel like this you got no energy flowing like all so knowing what I operate well with on a daily basis with my mental energy what makes me feel like me what brings me back to the joy that I had when I was like at a young age is kind of like when you feel the most free with no responsibilities and bury yourself and you're allowed to be who you are those moments like capture that was it like Mm -hmm. crisscross and new kids on the block on roller skates with a Walkman and showing off for your neighbors and they have to pay 10 cents to watch you in the driveway and they never even do because you're horrible at it. Like maybe it's that, but you're like, I don't care. My sister would maybe do it. So then <laughs> if it's that, like <laughs> I've got roller skates right here. I'm like, I got roller skates again. Yeah. Because it's like, these are legal again. Perfect. I'm going to get roller skates and I'm not going to be burned at the cross for them because I'm <laughs> not that old anymore if 20 year olds are doing it. And then I love roller skating. So I'm going to do yeah. it. So those things are like, that fills my cup naturally because Mm. that's aligned with who I am. And then it's, if I feel that and like breath work is important, it's all physiology plus like hell, it's the combination of so many things back to why I train on different things is because they're all really important. And, and then it's, and then I decide to surround myself with the right voices. So I don't listen to things that I don't like. I've never, Mm. ever purchased a newspaper. Mm-hmm. I lies. I got Wall Street Journal because I had to for my credit hours for finance when I graduated and it's right. a stockpile in the back of my apartment. <laughs> like, I've never watched the news intentionally. I've passed yeah. by it. I feed myself with good friends, good podcasts, mm-hmm. good music. Um, I watch the language and the lyrics in the music because mm-hmm. I know that it can integrate with who I am by accident. Mm-hmm. And so I'm careful. I'm I'm careful to like guard what comes in and what I look at too, like what I'm visually looking at. I don't do a lot of scrolling mm-hmm. and, I, and I guard myself like that. You're amazing. Amazing. Like, like you're, you're just like a vault of like knowledge and insight and grace and uh, uh, eloquence. 
I'm going to come on here once a week now if no. you keep talking like this. Just... <laughs> that fills me up being on the the, the the Kyrus and Sandra show. <laughs> I'd watch it. We would have a, how amazing would our morning show be? We don't care what anyone else thinks. It would be amazing. It would be the most <laughs> fantastic like morning show. With all of our voices that we do? Oh, Everybody God. would be so annoyed. Yeah. It would get old so fast. But let me ruin your day. I'll share you my voice notes with Kai. We just ruin your day. <laughs> we just ruin everything. They're like, why have they been speaking with a British accent for literally for 20 minutes. straight hours, 20 straight minutes? Why? <laughs> why? They're they not even good at more it. More intense. Why are they doing this? <laughs> He's never been to England yet. Oh okay. my god. I've been to New England. Does that count? that count i'm here <laughs> i love it sandra you're you're amazing thank you so much for uh for for sitting and chatting with me my friends all of the things that she talked about today including her best-selling international books uh if you are interested in getting that yourself i have included the link to all of those things including her website uh and her uh, uh digital courses and all that stuff stuff that you can reach out and uh and, and speak with her directly about uh you i put that all in the in the description notes of this video of this podcast so you can go click on it and go explore <laughs> my friend you're not gonna you're not gonna regret it i'll tell you that, tell you that uh, much. because what you see what, what you see right here that is who she is that is that's what you get like there's no <laughs> there's no there's no like uh, a facade like this is this is it and I, uh, that's why I love you. Um, uh, my friends, be sure to like and subscribe to this channel if you want to be the first to be notified whenever I do anything like this. And be sure to subscribe to the Vibe with Kai Patreon, where you're going to get some extra footage of me and Sandra having a question, uh, having a little Q&A real quick, uh, talking a little bit more. for. But that's only for the Patreon people. That's only for the people that subscribe. So they're going to get some special stuff in addition to what they just saw right here. Uh, thank you again to my friend Sandra for sitting with me today. Be sure to follow me on all of your favorite social media channels uh, uh, and more exclusively uh, on Patreon and all that other stuff because I, I offer that for you. Until next time, my friends, good vibes. Bye. Bye.